0: A very warm welcome to the Data Professional Stories, a podcast powered by change leaders. Our today's guest is Pratna Khetri. She comes with 14 years of experience in analytics. She is passionate about providing business with answers and recommendations to remove strategy blocks and providing data-driven scientific insights. She is also passionate about people, managing, mentoring, and helping people grow. So welcome to our show, Pratna, and how are you?
1: I'm doing very well. Thank you so much, Neha, for having me over. It's a pleasure.
0: All right. Thank you so much. And uh, please tell us something more about yourself, your family background and then your academy journey.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. It's So nice that you've given me an opportunity to look back uh, at my career. So, you know, when we started out, uh, there was hardly anything called data science. We were calling it analytics. So 14 years back, I have a master's in economics. I completed my master's in economics from JNU, Jamal Nehru University. Okay. And I joined a Target a Corporation uh, as my first job, uh, having been recruited on campus. Okay. So it was a very interesting journey. So it is hardly anything that you learn in college. We learned a lot of statistics and maths, true. But then, you know, it was all learning on the way. And it has been quite a journey because as you know, analytics or data science, as we call it today, it's a profession or it's a um, a competency that keeps evolving and one has to learn new things. So when we started out, I was in the world of retail analytics and we were working on different uh, solutions, providing solutions to our customers on the different uh, needs. And it was all uh, in the, uh, you know, in the area of uh, customer analytics, in the area of different retail solutions, and we were using tools like SaaS, SQL, things like that. But then slowly, slowly, you know, one has to evolve. So my career journey took me, I spent good, uh, close to five years in Target, and after that, I was in uh, Tata Consultancy Services. So that was also a huge and interesting shift, because Mm -hmm. Target was a captive. Uh, The client was, uh, uh, we used to call them partners, because we are all part of the same uh, company. But TCS again, it's a very client-facing role. You have to work a lot faster. You have to come up with solutions a lot faster. And I was in new client engagement. So that was very interesting. You have to learn things. It was a very steep learning curve. And that was a huge learning for for me. So there, you know, it was a mixed bag of clients. There was high tech. There was telecom. There was retail. There was all sorts of things. So it was very enjoyable. We were in new client engagement, so providing solutions, sometimes going to the client site and working out solutions, understanding what their data is, what sort of solutions they require, what sort of tools they require. So it was, it was a wonderful journey. It was more like an adventure.
0: Lovely.
1: lovely. So, <laughs> I would like to know so, how did you land in your first job? Oh, I landed uh, at my first job uh, from campus. Okay. So I always wanted to study economics and statistics and it seems to fascinate me. It fascinates me still. And, uh, you know, the fun part is crunching numbers. But then uh, what analytics tells you is from the academic world of uh, understanding theories and uh, to the world of business with how to use those theories, those techniques, those tools, to provide solutions to business, to help them strategize, to help Mm. them serve their customers better, to help them side over their different types of blocks that they're having. That is the piece that I find very fascinating. Mm. And probably that is what uh, what transition from a student of statistics and economics to an analytics profession. So that is crucial. And even now, I tell all the youngsters that you have to understand that you are... solutions to the business it is great to use the latest and greatest techniques but you should always keep your customer in your mind and what is the customer's need and requirement absolutely and i think you were also asking me about a family background my family is very simple right now it is my husband my one month old child and also my four-legged son so that's my family
0: Okay, what was your mindset five years ago about how you're going to take your career ahead?
1: Yeah, you know what, uh, like I was telling you, analytics is a profession where one has to keep evolving. Even five years back, the way I was looking at my career and how I'm looking at it now is very different. Mm. See, when we started out, analytics was very simple. There was retail analytics and there was banking and financial domain. But now it is so widespread. See, right now I'm in HR analytics and I've been in HR analytics for some time now. When I started out, there was no such thing as HR analytics or maybe there was, I mean in silos somewhere. But uh, this is uh, changing so fast. Analytics is finding its use in every domain, even in the government sector, right. in, in I mean, different, different areas, in healthcare. Healthcare was there in insurance, etc. But then there is, also so uh, all of that together in telecom we are using analytics very profusely and i mean beyond the customer analytics piece so the way we looked at it five years back and now is very different because the strategies if you look at companies uh big companies say uh like the tcs and the accents of the world they are trying to make their strategies whatever be the strategy be it employee engagement be it attrition strategy. Uh, employee retention strategy, be it their employee satisfaction surveys, etc. Everything, they're trying to make it extremely data-driven. Right. And this is evolving. Yeah. So, the sort of outlook I had five years back about what I'm going to do in the world of HR analytics and what I have now is very different. And there are so many courses that one can do to keep this updated. And not only in terms of understanding the tools and techniques, but also in understanding the business and how to stay relevant. Hmm. Like, see, when we started out, we were just doing crunching numbers and putting in presentations and PowerPoints and sharing with the client. But now the world has changed so much. Now, PowerPoint has moved to something like an interactive dashboard. People are more comfortable with it. Hmm. So one has to learn to present uh, the research, present the analysis also in a way that is palatable for the customer. Hmm. And that part also keeps changing. So that sort of an outlook was probably not there when I started out or even a few years back. Were you
0: always wanting to get into data science or you have developed an interest while exploring skills?
1: You know what, interest has also been uh, floating around and evolving. I was always interested in, uh, in, say, numbers, in statistics, in math. But uh, then I stepped into the world of analytics, and then my fascination was more around understanding and solving real world business problems okay. and now things have evolved from say from tools and techniques to domain. Now I'm very interested in the h r domain in the area of people analytics, and so i you know I have also been supplementing my analytics knowledge with a degree you know psychology so that I can understand and serve people right, so right that right. is my interest. So I'm trying to, you know, marry the two things. One is that technical and quantitative knowledge to knowledge about how human uh, actually works so that, you know, we can marry the two.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my interest has (laughs) shifted.
1: Then we'll
0: be able to deliver a good output because we have a good understanding about both the things, parallelly.
1: Very important. Because, see, people are the greatest assets that a corporation has correct yeah, yeah you have to it is not uh it is not so simple as okay i'm hiring people and i'm giving them work i'm giving them salary that is not how you bring the best out of people absolutely so we have to function in a very people way so that correct. people are engaged correct. and yeah. obviously engaged people motivated people and happy yeah. people deliver the best absolutely and it should not be in a
0: give and take relationship i mean absolutely yeah. not so, uh, as you said that you are, uh, it should be more people-oriented tasks.
1: Absolutely. Because, you see, there's no dearth of talent nowadays. The mm-hmm. youngsters that I interact with, they are so bright. Absolutely. They are extremely bright and they are energetic. And, you know, one has to tap that energy in the right way. Correct. So that it's beneficial for both the organization, organization and the person. Yeah. Because people also want to grow, right? They want yeah, to evolve yeah. into better professionals. They want mm. to evolve into better problem solvers, better and eventually better business leaders. So, all of that nurturing is very important. That is why even learning and development is so important now in every organization. But more importantly, people have to be motivated and happy. And, uh, you know, they have to get a platform where they deliver their best every day. Right, right. Absolutely. Which type of role you were handling in
0: data science organizations?
1: I had handled a plethora of roles so, starting out, I was an analyst, I mean, uh, at a much junior level. So, I was learning from my seniors, handling small, small projects, and then slowly, slowly with client interactions, etc. But everything was in the domain of a captive. Okay. But when I went to the, my uh, second company, there, I was more uh, into new client engagement. So, there were mm-hmm. different clients and short, short projects. Okay. So, there, one has to think very fast and consulting mode, uh, we had to deliver in. So that is what I was doing there. And up after that, uh, the organization that I was there, I was more in charge of bringing in a type of uh, uh, an analytic solution is totally new. In, in the sense, I was setting up the forecasting team there. So that was another role. And then uh, I was, for a brief point, I was also working with a startup. And then for the last uh, five years, I have been uh, working in a role which is a mixed bag. Both I'm doing individual contribution as well as managing a lot of people, mentoring a lot of people, providing solutions to the clients, uh, working very closely with the sales team to help them uh, pitch to the client. And, you know, various, various kinds of hats that we've been wearing. And I think that is the, you know, different domains within analytics or data science that one has to touch if you want to survive in this industry
0: not just you you have uh, gained a good expertise in your analytics, but you have also good understanding
1: about the business, right? That is very required, Neha. That is very required. Yeah. Because one has to understand the customer's pulse. Because see, the customer is coming to you because the customer knows a lot about the business. But there are certain blocks where data understanding is going to help them. Mm. Or some solutions that is coming from the data is going to help them. They probably don't have that skill. But they know the business in and out, right, so that is where you have to use your data science and speak to your customer in in the language that they understand, which is the mm-hmm. business language,
0: so true, so true. so what is your domain of expertise and how do you use data science in it?
1: okay, so see uh, over the years, I have touched upon multiple domains, okay so starting with retail, and when I say retail, it is not just customer uh, segmentation or marketing or the customer analytics. In, okay. Within retail also, we have a lot of things. For example, I was in uh, assets protection, which is like theft and crime prevention. Okay. So that that is very interesting. And then I was into inventory management. So all of that area also uses analytics. Maybe a lot of people don't know this. Hmm. After that, uh, there's obviously telecom where I was part of, where we were uh, doing projects like uh, how to understand call volume, how to uh, be prepared. Uh, to handle call volume, uh, customer call volume, etc. There's different predictive models. We were working with high tech domain, understanding machine failure rates, how to predict machine failure rates, and you know, time to an event kind of scenario. Right now, I'm in HR, and HR has lots of things, from uh, say, um, from talent acquisition to employee services to learning and development. A lot of things are there. Then uh, Again, whenever we say HR, we say, okay, attrition modeling or something that you do. But then that's not it. There's so much. There's employee engagement. There is uh, learning, what is the benefit of learning. And there is a lot to do with employee services. So all of that, I mean... Um, lot of different things that we do in the domain
0: what are the fields in which you envision data science will have impact in the coming time
1: so yeah and i i don't i i will not be surprised even in education if we see analytics coming very soon okay
0: so please elaborate this point more about how do you see this uh, analytics will be impacting this educational sector as well
1: so let me tell you this i have uh a niece who is in class nine And she is reading a book on artificial intelligence. It is part of her syllabus. So do you understand where we are going?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very fascinating. Absolutely. So what is the future scope in this? And do you think it is at growing stage or has attained saturation?
1: No, it is very growing. And uh, the future scope, uh, and let me elaborate a little bit on this. So uh, the future scope is immense. There are so many people who want to get into data science and mm. who are seeing a bright future in this. Like I said, every co- company is now coming up with their analytics team, be it in advertising, be it in marketing, be it in I mean, media, all sorts of things. Mm. But, you know, one thing we have to remember, we can read about the tools and techniques very easily. We have a lot of tools available that help us crunch numbers very fast. But to become a good analyst, one has to remember that you have to stay relevant to the business. You have to understand that no matter how good a technique I use, Mm. it is only beneficial so long it is helping me solve a business problem. And obviously, it is crucial that we uh, provide our solutions that have a sort of academic rigor. That is very important. Mm. But at the same time, one has to be very relevant to the business. So that is the key. And I think the, I mean, the opportunities are immense. The opportunities are just immense. How to keep yourself
0: relevant in the ever-advancing field of data science?
1: Oh, this is very important. Since we are a a very knowledge-based industry, one has to keep learning new things. See, first of all, you are learning some statistical software. Then you are learning some kind of data pulling or data uh, manipulating software. Then you're learning something like a visualization. All of that is good, but at the same time, one has to, you know, look beyond. Mm. There's immediate scope. Mm. Say you can probably read up a lot of analytics. I do that. I mean, there are so many, uh, so many newsletters that you can subscribe. to. You can read up about it, learn, interact with your friends, uh, through network through either LinkedIn or your. Uh, or the other people that you meet, I mean, mm. stay in touch with your colleagues mm. who have moved on to different companies in different roles and understand what they're doing mm. because that is very important. True. If you can apply a, a, a knowledge from one industry to another, it is, it is very refreshing. Exploring so all is of that important. is very important. Absolutely, absolutely,
0: yeah. and we have to keep ourselves updated as per the market trend.
1: Very much. So a lot of new trends are emerging in data science, as they always would. I see a lot of emphasis on different types of visualization. So it is not only does the crunching of the numbers and providing solutions, but also how to visualize it in an interactive way, uh, so that your customer can you know explore and find out solutions or find out. Uh, the sort of area where it is impactful for his or her uh, particular agency. So that is very important. So, yeah, that piece is there. And along with that, uh, the other trends, the application of how we can use, like I was saying, or understanding of uh, one business, that is also, and then new products that are coming in, in analytics, I mean, uh, where uh, we can uh, just simply put our knowledge into a product and uh, move on to, uh, solving bigger problems. Okay.
0: Uh, so who inspired you to be in this data science domain or which type of organization you are fond of uh, which inspired you to pursue a career in data science?
1: Uh, see, when I started out in data science, I did not have a lot of knowledge, very frankly. Okay. <laughs> but then uh, working in different organizations, I've got a lot of understanding into this. So each and every organization that I've worked in has inspired me in some way. Somewhere Mm. I have understood, you know, how to work very closely with uh, people from different countries. Somewhere I've understood how to very fast provide solutions to the clients. Somewhere I've understood how to, you know, uh, engage uh, young minds and help them come up with the best solution. And somewhere Mm. I've understood how to work how to package and market the solutions uh, that you are already providing? So there's been learning everywhere, and everything has been very inspiring. And I still feel the urge of learning something new and doing something new, and uh, staying relevant. I think
0: this spark should. This spark is mandatory to uh, to be a good learner. Then only you can grow.
1: Yes. Yes. One has to keep learning. Mm.
0: So what are your challenges and how did you handle those challenges as we all know data science domain is like an ocean to find the right place in this ocean? What type of strategic move you have applied?
1: See, the biggest challenge is to stay relevant. And I'm going on saying this so many times because it is mm-hmm. so true for the analytics industry.
0: Yeah. One
1: has to keep on learning. When we started, I did not know any statistical tools. So I came mm-hmm. on board. I learned fast. I learned SQL. After that, one has to learn R, Python. Midway, I was also learning Pig, Hive, a lot of MapReduce techniques, this, that, and the other. Then there was uh, a Tableau, Power BI, all of that. So it is very challenging because one has to learn very fast. Mm. But at the same time, one has to know that a lot of tools are available. A lot of tutorials are available. A lot of help is available online or from your organization. One has to make use of that. Mm. And the other big challenge is understanding industry requirements very fast. So you have to be a good listener. You have to listen to your clients. What is their problem area? What exactly are they talking about? Because see, what happens is, if you notice one technique, or like they say that the the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. But one has to understand that it is not that way. Every problem is unique and different. And one has to think afresh which can be a challenge at first, but after that, it becomes a very refreshing part of your career. Because every day you end up doing something new. So
0: what would be your advice to your peer leaders in other organizations?
1: My biggest advice, and I've been telling this again and again, is to keep growing, keep mm-hmm. learning, never stagnate, and get as much knowledge about the business as possible and speak to your client in a, in a language that they understand, mm-hmm. which is the business language. Yeah,
0: it is important whatever you are doing, you're able to make the customer understandable.
1: Yes, and another point that I would say is it is important to keep nurturing young talent yeah
0: I think that is the that is the most important thing like we should highlight a lot in yeah this
1: absolutely session. absolutely
0: because we have seen that there are n number of people who have various fancy degrees and they have done plethora of courses but still they are uh, they are they lack some kind of a good mentor who can guide them who I think they are uh, they are kind of they don't know who is the right person to approach
1: yes. That's a that's a huge challenge and I have seen a lot of my young friends go through this challenge. Mm-hmm. So uh, we as seniors, managers or leaders, we should help the young minds uh, grow. To because there is...
0: To the company? Without the bet. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right.
0: It's time to wind up this session, Pratna. Thank you for sharing your insights to our audience. Thank you listeners for spending your time here. Hope you all like it. Please like, share and comment and don't forget to subscribe to our Data Professional Stories, a podcast powered by Chain Leaders.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Neha.